Hey, architecture firm owners and emerging leaders, get ready for unparalleled insight into the development of a world-class architecture firm and a worldwide organization driving the digital transformation of the design and construction industry with Build Smart, the podcast that's changing how our profession operates. We share the incredible stories behind innovation in the building industry with my friend and co-host, Patrick McLaney, FAIA, former CEO of the international architecture firm, HOK. You know, Yamasaki's office or firm lasted during his lifetime. And when he passed away, I think that was the end of the Yamasaki office. Helmut did not want that. He wanted a firm that would live out and grow beyond the founders. In season one, discover the untold stories behind HOK's meteoric rise, from 150 employees in St. Louis to a powerhouse with over 1,900 staff members and 27 offices worldwide. You know, they weren't as polite as the Kojima people. That was just boom. And anytime you have a creditor, whether it's Kojima or the bank, that wants their money, unless you can raise money someplace else, you are out of business. Bankrupt. Bankrupt. And hold on tight for season two, where Patrick takes us on a new adventure as chairman of Building Smart International, shaping the future of digital transformation in the design, construction, and operation of built assets. Ian Howell, Ken Harold, and I, Ken was my technical representative from HOK. The three of us took a tour of Europe of five cities in five days. Very busy time. Simply follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Build Smart Now and uncover lessons that will transform you and your architecture firm. Hey, did you know that you can purchase our three most popular digital courses right now and save 25%? That's right. The Entree Architect Hybrid Proposal Owner Architect Agreement course, our Entree Architect Planning course, and our Entree Architect Profit course. All three are available through Monday, December 16th at 12 noon Eastern time. All are available for 25% off. Visit entrearchitect.com slash thank you for more information. My name is Mark Arlapage, and you are listening to Entree Architect Podcast, where each week I speak with inspiring, passionate people who share their knowledge and expertise, all to help you build a better business as a small firm entrepreneur architect. This is episode 301, and this week, Todd Redding of Charette Venture Group is back. He shares the three most common struggles experienced by small firm architects, and we talk about the 2020 Architecture Business Plan Competition and how you can register right now. This episode of Entree Architect Podcast is supported by our platform sponsors, RCAT, the online resource delivering quality building material information, CAD details, BIM, specifications, and so much more at rcat.com. FreshBooks, the cloud-based accounting software that makes running your small firm easy, fast, and secure. Spend less time on accounting and more time doing the work you love. And Gusto, easy online payroll, benefits, and HR built for modern small businesses like ours. Todd Redding, welcome back to Entree Architect Podcast. Thanks for having me, Mark. It's great having you back, Todd. You've been here many, many times. You're a good friend of mine. You're a good friend of Entree Architects. Uh, we've been business partners at Charette. I was, you're, actually, I was your first you investment were. partner. 
You were. Um, and, uh, and you've significantly had a massive impact on, on my success personally and the, and the company's success. Uh, but for people who don't know who you are and don't know who Charette Venture Group is, let me just give them a quick intro. Sure. Uh, Todd Redding has served in many leadership roles in both private and nonprofit organizations. He earned an MBA from Northwestern University's Kellogg School of Management in 2005 and has more than 20 years of experience managing and leading a variety of teams, large and small. Todd became the CEO of Charette Venture Group in 2015 and leads that organization today. Todd and CVG, has, have, as I mentioned, have been a long time uh, supporter and a friend of Entree Architect. We've been business partners and we've had much success with, uh, with partnering with them. And Todd's been on this show several times. So we'll have links to everything that we've talked about in the past, uh, maybe even more than anybody. You may have the record, Todd, of the <laughs> I don't most. know about that. Um, and so we'll have links to all of that on the show notes. He's written for the blog. He's trained at our expert training sessions, our master classes. Um, and so a great friend and a great supporter. Um, and his origin story, we're not going to get into his origin story because he's talked about that a couple of times <laughs> yes, before. Nobody wants to hear that. We'll again. have links to that as well. It's an interesting story. Go listen. Um, the last episode was 248. So that's about a year ago you were here. Yep. Um, and so lots have happened, has happened over at CVG. Um, and that's where I want to go first. Uh, we're going to talk about the, the upcoming uh, uh, Shred Venture Group uh, annual business plan competition. Um, it's coming up again. And uh, we're going to talk about that. But I want to know before we get into that, I want to know what's going on over at CVG, Todd. Well, thank you, Mark, for all of that. But uh, it's important that I say that we wouldn't be where we are today without you and all of your support and uh, the support of, of the Entree Architect community. So you are a part of our DNA and uh, appreciate everything you've done, you've done for us. You're welcome. Thank you. I, I, I think the partnership has been uh, Fantastic. I think that we've grown together and it's been a lot of fun. Agreed. Agreed. We met uh, in a little coffee shop in your New York town. What was that? It's been six years ago, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. In Pleasantville, New York. Black Cow. If anybody's been over there. Black Cow. That's right. That's yep. right. So we've come a long way. A lot has happened in the last six years for sure. Um, Shred Venture Group today is um, stronger and bigger than uh, than I think we ever imagined uh, really but uh, it's it's going strong um we have 12 members of our team uh, on, on the CVG team and uh we have 20 firms in our investment portfolio so we offer an investment partnership where firms sign uh contracts with us and we provide all of the business and operational uh services to help firms grow so we've got 20 firms in the portfolio, um, and they are every size and shape that you can imagine. Um, usually, you know, three employees or more. Um, the largest is around 20, and they are all over the country from Seattle to New York to Fairhope, Alabama to uh, Montana, all over the place. Any, any international firms yet? No international firms. We've had some interest uh, from Canada. Uh, every once in a while, we get a call from overseas, but um, we've really stayed focused on continental U.S. right now, um, just from a travel and economic perspective. Yeah, sure. Yeah, because you meet you meet with them. I mean, the CBG is an, an online, well, sort of a remote distributed right. team, um, and so you work with a lot of your partners over the internet using Zoom and those kind of tools. 
Uh, but you also meet with them in person and live. We and We do. So. Yeah, we're, we're on site with our partner firms at least once a year. Um, but then the, the weekly meetings that we do and all the interactions is on Zoom. When you said you said you have 12 members of your team now, what what does that mean? Who, 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 what are they doing? What are the well, 12 members doing? Yeah, so um, many of them are names that the Entree Architect community has heard before. Some of them have been on your show. Yeah. Uh, Emily Hall is our vice president for marketing, um, who I think I met as a reference from you some years ago when she was working in Providence, Rhode Island. And uh, Emily has several people that work on her marketing team and they run the marketing programs for our firms. Um, and then on the other side, the operational and finance side is Rena Klein, who's an AIA fellow. And she literally wrote the handbook on uh, the guide to small firm management. Um, Rena kind of oversees all of our operational, strategic and financial services that we provide um, and has a variety of people working working with her on that side of the equation. Um, we also, uh, I guess this is the first time I'll announce it publicly, but we are beginning a division of our company that will provide virtual bookkeeping services for small firms. Um, we don't have anything out on the web yet. We're working on kind of the infrastructure and the brand, um, but we've just seen such a need for uh, virtual bookkeeping services. And it's almost every firm we talk to the topic comes up and, you know, we're encouraging them to outsource that and uh, firm owners to, to stop doing it themselves <laughs> in many right. cases. Um, and so we, we'll, we wanted to try to address that need and we're starting to put the, those pieces together now. But most of the team is divided within kind of sort of Rena's side of the equation and Emily's side. Right. So, so financial and operations and marketing and sales are sort of the two Yep. big chunks of what, what you're seeing. So is that what you're seeing in terms of the, the challenges that firms are having? Cause you know, when they, when they partner with you, they want to grow, right? That's the intent is to, right. is to come to you for some support, uh, either financially or, or management or marketing or sales, some, uh, way that they can improve their business. Um, and you have those expertise to do that with them. And so, what are some of the specific challenges you're seeing with your, I mean, you have 20 firms now ranging right. in all different sizes, all right. different locations. And so you're probably seeing uh, a lot of different issues, but you're probably also seeing some overlap and some struggles that most firms are seeing. What are you seeing in terms of that? Well, uh, yeah, it, it is different for every firm. Um, it, you know, we, we get asked a lot of the time when we're in the kind of the introductory conversation, what services do you provide? And we, we typically answer yes. <laughs> right. Know? We yeah. try to, we try to take a holistic approach to, you know, running your firm and growing your firm. Um, certainly a number of firms, uh, uh, partner firms right now are trying to hire, um, and they, we, we run the recruitment program for them. So we, uh, we advertise the positions, we help them shape the, the job description and the job advertisement. Um, we publish that and then we, we do all of the screening interviews and kind of gathering of the resumes and you know, fine tuning it down to two or three finalists so that the firm owners don't have to deal with any of that. And, and then when, when we put a candidate in front of them, you know, we know that they're fluent in Revit, that they understand this is a full-time job. You know, they don't have to waste their time on, on uh, sort of unqualified candidates. Uh, so we're doing that for, like, I want to say, since 
I'm the one who manages most of the recruitment work. So it feels like 20 are doing it, um, but <laughs> <laughs> probably only six or seven uh, that are actively searching right now. Um, some of those searches are for office manager positions. So we work with firms that are, you know, completely uh, architects and billable people to grow to a place where they can afford and need to begin hiring administrative staff. Um, every firm that we've we've encouraged to do that and has chosen to do that, you know, a year later looks at us and says, why didn't you tell me to do that sooner? <laughs> <laughs> so it, uh, you know, it, 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 you got to find the right time, but certainly we're, we, we help them integrate administrative staff and also understand how to manage it. You know, a lot of the times they've never had an administrator before. And, um, and so within the 20 firms, there's also sort of a network of, of positions like that, that, uh, that an, uh, an office administrator can talk to other office administrators about what they do. Um, so we make those connections as well. So recruitment's probably the number one thing. The, the second thing that they are all involved in doing because we, we require this is, you know, we're building the plan for 2020. So um, we're very much about looking forward as much as you're looking backwards and having projections and metrics and targets in place so that you understand if the firm is growing in the direction that you want it to. And uh, so we're doing uh, strategic planning for 2020 with every one of our firms now, which includes a lot of analysis about 2019. You know, did we do kind of what we thought we were going to do? Um, why or why not? And what kinds of things do we need to put in place so that we correct course or, you know, achieve new goals or whatever it may be. I guess, thirdly, the, the, the gray area, the biggest thing that, um, many of our firms struggle with is, you know, firm owners oftentimes feel overwhelmed because they're involved in so many different things, managing staff and getting new work and managing people and, you know, doing the work themselves. Um, so, you know, a lot of our time is helping them step outside of the business and look, look on the business and help them work on some of the most fundamental things that they need to spend their time on. When you're, when you're, down in the weeds trying to react to everything around you. It's just very difficult to know where to put, where to put your time, where to focus your time. And so we spend, you know, we spend one hour every other week um, getting them to step outside of the business and look at it and talk about where it is right now and what kinds of things are important to them and uh, where do they need to be spending their time? Those are, are probably they, the most common things. Are they building systems during that time as well? Are they identifying specific things that could be built in terms of systems and, and building those systems? Depends on where they are in the life cycle. Um, yes, the, the short answer is yes, but there are some, you know, that have some really critical things facing them that we've got to get addressed first. You know, some firms, their, their books are a disaster. You know, they've been doing their own bookkeeping for since they started and they, they don't do it very well. And so we're working on getting that out of their hands, cleaned up, you know, everything organized, uh, and then getting a system in place for how are you going to do your invoicing consistently? You know, how are we going to record all of our transactions in the right way? Um, so that, you know, assuming that they've got the emergency stuff taken care of, then we start working on now systematizing all of these processes that you're doing over and over. So it reduces the, uh, the amount of time it takes and, 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 and energy and sort of reduce the chaos that's in the system. Um, so one of the, th the first thing you said was recruitment and, mm -hmm. and, 
at Entre Architect, I'm hearing a lot of that in, in the membership and over at the Entre Architect community on Facebook. That's a very common question yeah. um, is that we need to grow. We need to hire people and I can't find the right person. Do you have any suggestions on what people can do to find the right person? Because they're finding plenty of people. It's just not the person they're looking for. Right. 90% of the candidates of any search are going to come through referrals. They're going to come through you uh, sharing a job advertisement with, you know, with friends and colleagues and somebody says, oh, you should check this out. So um, the first thing I would say is, you know, take a good look at your job advertisement and make sure it's compelling. Your, your job advertisement is not a job description. It is not a place to list requirements and have all of these, you know, mandatory things that you're, that you're seeking. Um, it's okay to put something like we were looking for somebody fluent in Revit. That's not uncommon at all, but it needs to say things like this is, has a flexible work environment, you know, has a, a fun culture, um, you know, and if you do anything special, like uh, one of our firms closes between Christmas and New Year's every year. So it's like an added week's vacation, you know, put that in your job advertisement. Um, say anything special that you do for your employees, make that a part of it so that you can gain more interest. Um, a recent study showed that 95% uh, of workers, and they call it knowledge-based workers, so in professional services, um, prefer to have a virtual or flexible work environment, meaning able to work outside of the office. And 75% of them would quit their current job to get a job that offers that. Yeah. So flexibility is it. And it's more important than money. I mean, the money is very important too, but it is, it is, but flexibility is more important than anything else. We just did a two part uh, series webinar. You can find it on our, on our website on, on a virtual work environment. And then the second one we have as a guest, um, one of our partner firms has an employee, full-time employee in Los Angeles, and they're based in Providence, Rhode Island. So he talks about, you know, the challenges and the opportunities that come with that kind of a structure. And so, I mean, we encourage our firms to be open to virtual work um, always. You know, some firms tell us it's just not part of our culture. Um, we, we respond by saying it needs to become a part of your culture. Um, right. Right. Exactly. No, we, we, we recently did, um, just completed about a month ago, maybe two months ago, um, our build your brand uh, marketing workshop mm -hmm. and the build your brand marketing workshop basically taught people or architects how to, uh, discover your ideal client and then how to create a story that is compelling to that ideal client. And that's, that's super important for marketing. It'll get you the clients and the projects that you're looking for, but it's also super useful for recruiting because now right. that story is something that the people that you want to attract to work with you can read that idea of what you are and where you came from and where you're going. Um, that if that resonates with the people who are looking for jobs, they're going to seek you out and it'll right. be easier to find uh, the people that you're looking for. Yeah, I've said it before on this program, recruitment is sales. You know, you've, you've got to yeah. put as much thought and time and energy into how you're going to go out and find your next employee as you do finding your next client. Yeah, yeah. And architects are getting better at both. I think so. They're getting better at marketing. They're getting better, getting better at sales. You know, they're, they're understanding that it's something that they need to do. I mean, a generation ago, 
marketing and sales were dirty words in architecture. And so it's, it's, right. it's coming around and we're, you know, that through CVG and through Entree Architect and even the AIA, you're starting to hear them talk right. more about business and sales and marketing in the last few conferences. Um, you know, there was, there was a time where you didn't hear the word business at all at a right. national conference. Um, and so the entire profession is shifting, which is very, I think very it is. Good, good I think it is. I mean, that's, you know, that's why we were created was to have an impact on that very topic. And uh, I was thrilled to uh, attend the, this last year's AIA convention and see a business center. You and I walked through it right, right, right in the heart of the convention. And I thought what, and they were giving free LinkedIn profile photos. And, you know, it was just, it was really a great approach. Uh, and I applaud the AIA for, for moving in that direction because I think so many small firms need, need some need help in that area. Yeah. And I believe that center was maybe not directly influenced by Entree Architect and Charette Venture Group and some of the other people out there doing similar things that we're doing. But I think us continuing to have that yeah. conversation, to continuing yeah. to help educate the small firms, which is the majority of our profession, that right. that momentum is carrying up into the national organization and they're saying, well, do you look at the architects who need this and they're talking about this. And so uh, I applaud you and, and I think that, that we're all sort of uh, moving the profession in the direction that, that needs to go. Yeah, and I, I hope the result is, you know, just better, more profitable, more successful small firms, right? That's right. ultimately that's what we want. We want people, everyone listen to this program to be, you know, be in a place where they enjoy their work every day. You know, they can pay themselves a market rate wage, you know, and not be stressed out every day about money and have a real beautiful, positive impact on the built environment, Yeah, uh, you know, and be a successful business. That's what I hope the result is. And that's why I know that's why Entree Architect was founded and why CVG was founded as well. Yeah. I mean, that's why that's what that's what gets me so excited when architects are more successful. They have a larger, more impactful presence in the world. The world literally improves when architects are more financially and business successful because they, they can do better work. They can, they can create more uh, architecture. They can create better architecture. And so it's so important to build a strong foundation and uh, because then you, then you can be a better architect. Well, it is so possible. I can tell you our CVG partners are testimonials to it being possible. I mean, they are growing, they are profitable. The average CVG partner grows 23% a year in revenue. Um, they are paying themselves market rate wages. Um, if any of them were listening to me, they might call me and say, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they are all moving in that direction. There's no question. And um, they are committed to running good, solid, profitable businesses and, and doing it. We will be right back to our conversation after this quick break to say thank you to our platform sponsors here at Entree Architect, Arcat, FreshBooks, and Gusto. If you work with specifications in your firm, you probably have come across outdated manufacturer specs with confusing notes, products that no longer exist, or maybe even companies that no longer exist. Maybe you even pay for specifications. Stop, stop right there there's a better way to find manufacturer specifications for your project documentation. RCAT.com. RCAT is the number one most used website for finding building product information and has a free library of over 1,400 up-to-date accurate specifications. 
RCAT's specs are written by FCSI, CCS, and AIA professionals based on manufacturer's data. Use RCAT's powerful search engine to find the right specifications for your project and quickly download them in multiple formats for free. That's right, RCAT is completely free. Everything at RCAT is free. You don't even have to register. Just go over to RCAT.com, that's A-R-C-A-T.com, and start building better content today. Do you remember when you started your small firm? It wasn't easy. It took lots of late nights, early mornings, and the occasional all-nighter. Well, bottom line, you've been insanely busy ever since. So why not make things a little bit easier? Well, our friends at FreshBooks have a solution. FreshBooks invoicing and accounting software is designed specifically for small business owners like us. It's simple, intuitive, and keeps you way more organized than a dusty shoebox filled with crumpled receipts. Create and send professional-looking invoices in 30 seconds, and then get them paid two times faster with automated online payments. File expenses even quicker and keep them perfectly organized for tax time. And the best part? FreshBooks grows alongside your business, so you'll always have the tools you need when you need them, without ever having to learn the ins and outs of accounting. Join the 24 million people who've used FreshBooks. Try it for free for 30 days, no catch, no credit card. Visit entrearchitect.com FreshBooks. That's entrearchitect.com FreshBooks. And enter Entree Architect in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Payroll and benefits. What do you think about when I, when I say those words? Does it make your head hurt? Well, I know. Payroll and benefits are hard, especially when you're a small business. You don't have time to be an expert in things like taxes and regulations. You're an architect. And old school payroll providers just aren't built the way that we work today. Gusto is making payroll, benefits, and HR easy for small businesses like ours. Modern technology does all the heavy lifting, so it's easy for you to get it right. You no longer have to be a big company to get great technology, great benefits, and great service for your team. To help support our show, the Entree Architect Podcast, Gusto is offering our listeners an exclusive deal. Sign up today for three months and get it for free once you run your first payroll. Three months free. Just go to entrearchitect.com gusto and claim your free three months of payroll processing right now. entrearchitect.com slash gusto. RCAT, FreshBooks, and Gusto. Please visit our platform sponsors today and thank them for supporting you, the Entree Architect community. How important, is, you said you do uh, strategic planning every year. How important is the business plan to the architecture, to the world? Well, you know, it's... World? It's, uh, well, <laughs> I have to say it's critical, right? Uh, that's my role. But I would say, you know, wh what we're doing with all of our firms now is not what a traditional business plan would look like. Um, you know, we're, it's a little more um, structured. Yeah, and, a, a strategic plan and a business plan are two different things. Two different things, but, yeah. but, but the planning is the important part, is that you're Correct. looking in the past and you're looking to the future and you're literally writing it down saying, here's where we want to go. And the project plan is different, but it's the same idea. Same idea. I mean, yeah. So when we're doing the strategic plan, we've already, we've already completed the, what is the vision for the future? What's our mission? You know, what are some high level goals that we want to achieve over the next five years? You know, we've already done all of that stuff and the strategic, which is, plan is which is a requirement. 
right? You right. need to do that or you before you, yeah, I mean, I, I'm assuming that the process that you go through with new investment partners is that you need to discover what they're struggling with first. So there's probably a process that you go through to identify where the weaknesses are, where the challenges are. And True. then there's a planning process, right? You need to discover right. what their purpose is, what their vision is, what their mission is, you know, set some goals and create that business plan that's so vital to the success of architects and any business. Um, so many architects, you know, they, they reject the business plan thinking that they don't need it, that they can just keep moving forward, but they're never going to get to where they want to go if they don't put together a plan to get there. Right. I mean, you spend all of your time telling your clients how important design is, but then you don't take the time to design your business. That doesn't make any sense. Right. 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 I mean, if you believe in design, then you believe in, in creating a plan for the future of your business and that is designing your business. Um, and I don't care what shape it takes. I mean, everybody gets bent out of shape about, you know, what the outline should look like or the executive. Yeah, summary. I don't exactly. care. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You just need to sit down and write out where are we headed and why are we doing this and what do we want to achieve? And, you know, generally just have a, a, a plan for the future of your business. Right. Right. Which leads us to the Charette Venture Group annual architecture business plan competition. Yeah. Yeah. We're it, really excited. This is the, the fifth or sixth year, sixth, uh, sixth, sixth year. year. Yes. And, uh, and to talk about that a little bit, what is it? Why, why do you do it each year and, uh, and how will it benefit architects out there? Well, I've said it before. We ask ourselves every year why we do this. Um, <laughs> cause it's a lot of work and, uh, wouldn't be possible without Emily's team and, uh, and Sarah Rowe, our office manager and event planner. I mean, they just do a fantastic job of putting this together, but it does require a lot of work, a lot of money. Um, and you know, we, we hope that the competition elevates this topic, that it has had an impact and, and every year participants in the competition tell us, I don't care if I want win or not, or won or not. Uh, it, it motivated me to do some really important work and to understand whether I'm proceeding with this business or not and where, and if I do proceed where it's going. And so those comments motivate us to do it again. <laughs> you know, it, it, it gives us a little exposure, but it doesn't do a whole lot to, to really move the specific CVG business model forward. Right. Um, but anyway, it's, it's a great, it's a great competition and uh, everybody who's participated has been uh, really thankful for it. Uh, we think it's the only one that exists. I mean, we've, We've looked and in six years, I've never had somebody call me up and say, hey, we're doing this too in any country or in, in, <laughs> anywhere. Yeah. So um, we like the fact that it's unique in that regard. Uh, we like partnering with Entree Architect to do it. Um, so thank you for all you've done to help promote it. Uh, beginning uh, December 1st or shortly thereafter, we will launch the new website for the 2020 plan and uh, or 2020 competition. Uh, and we are modifying the entry uh, mechanism a little bit. Uh, we haven't totally decided on what materials you'll need to provide to, to register, but it is free, completely free. Uh, we've tested different um, levels of providing information to people who are going through the competition every year, but there's some, you know, we provide links to websites and resources to help you in the planning process. We again, we'll do that this year. 
Uh, and we have our jurors on board. We always get un- impartial non-CVG uh, related jurors, uh, except for Matt. He's, he's not you know, actively involved in the day-to-day operations of CVG, but he is our founder, uh, but he is also, he's going to be in the jury. Again, Matt, Matt Ostinick. Yep. Yep. And then yourself, thank you for agreeing to do it once again. You're welcome. I love doing it. I, I, I love doing it. I've been doing it every year since you started. Yeah, you have. And, and I think the jurors have, uh, you know, we've had different jurors over the years, but every one of them I think has really enjoyed the experience. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Uh, last year, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say it's, it's, it's great to see the plans come in and read the ideas. I love the ideas that, that architects come up with because some are very, very traditional plans, you right. know, that they want to start a traditional, uh, um, architecture firm. And I love that. But sometimes you get these plans that are so out of the box, right? right? They have this great idea and they want to leverage the value of their skills and their talents as architects. And they want to take it to this new place. And that is so exciting for me to read those, those plans. And, and, uh, and, and then those, the people who submit their plans get feedback from the jury and the juries in the past have not been, you know, they've been pretty powerful people. Uh, right. Last year, last year we had, we had uh, Art Gensler as was, right. was one of the jury members and, 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 uh, it's so, it was so much fun to hear, to hear Art, you know, giving feedback to these because Art doesn't. He didn't hold back. Yeah, he, he doesn't hold back. back. He tells you exactly what he feels. Right. Good, bad, or indifferent. And, uh, right. and it was really, really interesting to be part of that. Yeah, it is really interesting to hear the discussion among the jurors. And, and I think, you know, the feedback portion is really important because, uh, you know, our jurors take these very ambitious plans and then sort of, I mean, they don't extinguish hope, but they say, how is this going to be successful? How, you know, how are you going to make this work? How, how is it going to earn its revenue? You know, how the challenge, you ask some challenging questions that, that need to be considered and addressed in the, in the planning phase, you know, I'm all for ambition and in, in ingenuity and innovation, but it's gotta, it's gotta make money. <laughs> we all know yeah. if it doesn't make money, it's not going to stick around. So. Right. Which is, so, which is one of the reasons why that feedback is so critical because you right. may have this idea and right. we'll, um, from my point of view, I don't want to crush the idea. I want to figure out how to make this thing happen. Right. right so, right. so I, we try to give you the, the, and we want to point out the weaknesses, you know, we want to keep it real. Uh, but we also want to figure out with you how to make those ideas happen. And, and those ideas could just be a traditional architecture firm too that's successful and gives you the time and the flexibility that you want and the money that you want and here's how it's going to happen. And so you can put together a really good business plan because we don't, we don't um, discriminate on the types of plans that come through. It's all about the plan itself uh, that, that we're judging. Yeah, and we should say um, it's also not about the uh, appearance of the plan. <laughs> we have a lot of a lot of entrants in the past who put a lot of time and energy into the font and the layout and the pictures, and uh, it's it's really about the content and how yeah. real the idea is and how much thought they've put into uh, making it work. And I should say, you know, we really want to see existing businesses entering the competition. This is not just for new startups uh, or, you know, hypothetical kinds of plans. This is, you know, I would say you even have a little more weight if you have, if you're making some revenue now, you know, and you're, 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 you've, you're off the ground, so to speak, and, uh, and saw the need to really create a plan for your business. That's, uh, we want to see those in there as well. 
Yeah, one of the things that we hear every year when we do this is that win or lose, it was a valuable exercise. Mm -hmm. that, that it's something that they wanted to do since they've started their business. And by, by entering this competition, it gave them the motivation and the inspiration and the support to finally get their business plan figured out. And there's been, there's been people that you probably recognize uh, who have gone through the process, who are award winners or honorable mentions. Jam Collective was a, was a winner. Um, Arc uh, 406 from yeah, Billings, Montana. Yeah. Uh, Love Shack Architecture. Our friend, um, lots of people know Earl Parson with Clever Moderns. He was a, an honorable mention one year. He's one of the ones that say he credits the success of Clever Moderns directly to this competition. Uh, Delve Design. Uh, Catherine Darnstadt with Leighton Design was a was an honorable mention. Uh, I think that was the first or second year. Yeah, I think it was first year. Yeah, so uh, there are many, many people that you may recognize uh, who either developed, um, continue to develop the ideas they've already started or started ideas from scratch and have launched with this business plan competition. So, um, and last year, um, the winner was uh, Leah Bayer of e uh, Evia. Uh, EVIA. And so, uh, and you can see her success as well. And she's very active in the Entree Architect community on Facebook. And so uh, if you have any questions about it, reach out to her and say, Hey, <laughs> should right. I enter, should I enter this thing? And actually any of those people you should, you should reach out to them. Yeah. I'd like to mention the other jurors. We're really, we're really excited about this year's jury. Um, yeah. uh, Rosa Shang, uh, who is the principal equity, diversity and inclusion leader at Smith group. Jennifer Castenson, who's the Vice President of Programming at Hanley Wood, and then David Weber, who's the CEO of Archetizer, uh, join you and Matt uh, to become our five-person jury. So we're really excited about the group, and I hope that the, the quality of the jury um, motivates others to, to enroll because, uh, you know, you're going to get a chance to listen to these five people, give you feedback, you know, should you make it to the, to the semifinalist level, uh, you're going to get, you know, I don't know what, the, what you'd pay to get those five people in a room to, to I, consult. You, to you consult. wouldn't be able to do that. You, you probably wouldn't pay all the money in the world to do that, to get right. all those people in the same room just wouldn't right. happen. Right. Yeah. So, so it's, it's a great way to, uh, to, to get feedback on, on a plan or an idea that you have, uh, and have direct access to people like that. And so, yeah. uh, I encourage you personally to, to, to do it. And it's not going to be difficult to enter. Right. It's, no, so, no. It, it'd be very easy to, to register in the beginning. Um, we're going to ask for some description of your of your plan, you know, like a, a, an executive summary or something. But um, it's free. It's simple. It's online. And you've got nothing to lose. Uh, we will be giving uh, a grand prize to the winner and flying the winner and one guest uh, to the national convention again this year or um, next year in Los Angeles. Uh, and we will be partnering with Entree Architect for our annual reception during the convention. And that's always a lot of fun. That keeps growing too. Yes. <laughs> it was it over was, 100 people last year. It was a really was. good time. Yeah, we've had a we've had a really good time at, at that every year. The food's good, and it's good to see all, all of the community, uh, both the Entree Architect and the CVG community, together in one room. Yeah. So we'll be doing all of that the same. Um, the process is pretty much going to be the same. Try to keep it simple. Uh, let the jurors select, you know, a handful of semifinalists uh, that go on to create their full plan and then uh, select finalists and announce the winner before the convention. 
Yeah, all the information is going to be on Charette's website at uh, charettevg.com. There'll be a link on the homepage to to access that. So you can go there. And then once the the final link to the registration page, we'll, we'll be promoting that and distributing it throughout the Entree Architect community. So just watch it on our social media and, and we'll post it in the show notes as well when it's when it's live. Uh, but you'll see it. If you're interested, go to Charette Venture Group or charettevg.com, charettevg.com. Um, and you can find everything that you need there. You can see everything about the 2019 competition now. So you can see the timeline and how it worked. And there's links to all of our semifinalists and finalists. Um, and uh, the new 2020 information will be up after the 1st of December. All right. Excellent. Todd, before we wrap things up here, I want to, I've asked you this question every time you come on the show. Um, I've asked this question to over 250 people. Um, and uh, it's really interesting to hear the variety of answers that we get. Um, and so I want to ask you again, what is one thing that a small firm architect can do today to build a better business for tomorrow? I should have gone back and listened to all of my previous answers. So I don't contradict myself. No, uh, you know, it's pretty easy for me uh, to answer that. I, I just think you've got to be committed to stepping outside of the business on a regular basis and looking at it and working on it. And that means working on processes, you know, making sure that you're leading your staff in the best way possible. You're nurturing your staff, you're hiring good people. Um, but if you, if you just come in the office every day and react to everything around you, uh, you know, that's, that's not a healthy way to run a business. It's not a healthy way to run your life. Uh, and you're probably not being very successful if that's what you're doing every day. So, you know, find a way to force yourself, uh, to, to step out of it and work on it. And that's why CVG exists. We, you know, our, we do that with our investment partners all of the time. And that's what we really force them to do, honestly. Um, and it's, it's so valuable to be able to do that. And if you would ever like to talk to, to any of us about your business, CBG, we, we have a schedule free consultation button on our website. We meet with firms every week and uh, talk with them about their firms, give them feedback and ideas, and then tell them how CBG works and see if they're, see if they're interested in talking to us more. Yeah. That link is right there on the homepage. It's Charette with two R's, two T's, Charette vg.com. You can learn more about Charette. You can learn more about the business plan competition. Todd, as usual, I, I enjoy talking with you on or off the air here. So yeah, it's always, you. it's always fun. Uh, thanks for joining me here today at Entree Architect Podcast. Yeah, no, thank you, Mark. I really appreciate all of your support and uh, look forward to seeing your place in North Carolina sometime soon. So the Charette Venture Group business plan competition registration page is now open as I'm recording this. It's a simple registration. It's easy to do. Um, you just type in entrearchitect.com slash business plan competition. That is a direct link that will forward you to Charette Venture Group's competition page, entrearchitect.com slash business plan competition. All one word, entrearchitect.com slash business plan competition. And there you will find all the details for the competition and a simple registration form. The competition is completely free and all you need to get started is your name and your email address. The winner will receive more than $5,000 in cash and prizes, including paid travel and lodging to the 2020 AIA Conference on, on Architecture, the 2020 AIA Conference on Architecture in Los Angeles, California. I'll be there. Charette will be there. We'll party. 
at the uh, Charette Venture Group and Entree Architect meetup, reception, whatever you want to call it. We're going to be there. We're going to be partying with the winner of this competition. So again, register now at entrearchitect.com slash business plan competition to register. This has been episode 301. If you would like access to the show notes with all the links to everything we discussed today, or if you want to share this episode with a friend, the link is entrearchitect.com slash episode 301. And all this month at Entree Architect, we are celebrating our seventh anniversary. I can't believe this. Seven years of doing this. I am so happy to be serving the small firm architects around the world for seven years. This past week, I posted at the blog a short state of the platform message sharing where we've been, where we are today at Entree Architect, and where we are planning to go. You may access that blog post at entrearchitect.com slash seven years, entrearchitect.com slash seven years. And you can learn all about what we're doing here at Entree Architect and to help you celebrate and to help us celebrate and to show our appreciation for you, the members of the Entree Architect community. Our three most popular courses are now available for a reduced rate of 25% off. You can do that right now, 25% off. That's the Entree Architect Hybrid Proposal Course and Templates. That's a course that will show you how to develop a custom owner-architect agreement for your architecture firm. Uh, The second course available is the planning course. That is a course we just launched a few weeks back where we will help you identify the single most important goal for your architecture firm and show you how to develop an action strategy to accomplish that one goal. That is a super powerful planning course that we just launched a few weeks ago, and it is already one of our best sellers. Uh, And our most powerful course, without a doubt, our most powerful course is the Entree Architect Profit Course, where we share a simple step-by-step process for developing a proven financial management system that will help you earn the net profit you need to succeed as a small firm architect. Those three courses, all three of them are available right now at entrearchitect.com slash thank you. entrearchitect.com slash thank you. Go to that link right now to save 25% on each of those courses, the hybrid proposal course, the planning course, and the profit course. You can buy any of them or all of them at 25% off. Registration for these courses and the reduced rate will end on Monday, December 16th. So check your calendar, Monday, December 16th, 2019 at 12 noon Eastern time. So 12 noon Eastern time. Those courses are typically only available right after the workshops. Uh, And so this is a special opportunity to grab these courses. If you didn't grab them when the workshops were happening, Uh, Now is the time to do that. You can go register right now and save 25% at entrearchitect.com slash thank you. Love, learn, and share what you know. I thank you for listening. Have a great week. I've mentioned it to my family, but in terms of telling people like, oh yeah, we're doing this, I'm looking for projects. You got anything? I'm not there yet because it scares the out of me. Dreaming of launching your own architecture firm? Well, Well, buckle up for a wild ride with Emerging, the podcast that shares what it's really like to start an architecture firm. Where do we begin? We don't even know what type of business to formalize as. Is it an LLC? Is it an LLP? Like how are taxes? I mean, the list is astronomical. Season one featured founders Jeffrey, Lexi, and Chris 
owners of Level Studio Architecture, are your fearless guides on this unfiltered journey from napkin sketches to a thriving studio. One evening, stumbled into one last dive, we sat at the bar and pondered our postgraduate futures. Amidst the conversation, a napkin became the canvas for our aspirations, sketching plans and milestones, sealing our heartfelt commitment and shared dreams. In drawing down dreams on a napkin collectively, that (laughs) then, you know, in your head, you've rooted like, oh, I'm connected to these people, like long term. The process of starting an architecture practice brims with excitement and challenges, demanding meticulous planning, flawless execution, and unyielding resilience. I kind of hate the term because it's so overly used, but I think everybody knows imposter syndrome. And I think it's it's so real to this day. I, I, I don't know if it's with everybody, but with me, I'm always questioning like, us, can we do this? Are we ready to do this? Are we prepared? Can we do it? Did we just decide a name? <laughs> we did it, guys. Oh the one that God. came out of nowhere. Woo! It came out of nowhere. I liked it. I saw it. Ready to turn your aspirations into reality? Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Emerging and chart your own path to architectural success. Calling all small firm architects. It's time to tap into your full potential with Entree Architects Context and Clarity, where inspiration meets innovation. Hey, it's Mark Arlapage, founder of Entree Architect, and I'm inviting you to join my two favorite co-hosts, Jeff Eccles and Katie Kangas, as they bring together authors, experts, and thought leaders for electric conversations with entrepreneur architects around the globe. It's not just a podcast, it's a community where dreams meet action. There's a simple equation there. And what for me, what that did, just doing that basic calculation was, it allowed me to compare what I had actually saved in my retirement accounts to what I thought a possible projected annual spend might be. Artists are temperamental, so beautiful design is gonna be a priority. When the job is done, we're gonna actually need to live in the house, not live with the person who designed it. <laughs> and so for me, the, the artistic skill, the architectural skill is most important. And so I would say like, that would be 60% of it, if not more. Gain insights to build a successful practice. Subscribe, engage, and let's redefine your future together. Join the Context and Clarity community, where every conversation adds to your blueprint for success.